tonight on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. The Ducks get swept by Vegas. That's it. That's the intro. We're going to talk about that on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, mercilessly covering hockey for over a decade. I'll remind you, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be heard. Also, don't forget to follow on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow my personal Twitter account at StimpyJD. So I am so glad that I did not have to watch these games live because the Ducks played abysmally. Well, they played abysmally on that first game on Friday night. They actually played okay Sunday. I mean, I didn't see them live, but I did watch them eventually. And you know what? The Ducks played well, and still lost by three goals. That's how bad they are. We're not going to talk about that game yet. We're just going to briefly talk about Friday's game. Really quickly, that was a that was an ish fest. It was bad, folks. How bad? Let's just say that the Ducks got shut out and shut out bad, but that was not the main focus of this game. The main focus was the fact that for the first time in 400 days, the Ducks had fans. Yeah, you heard that right. The Honda Center had fans in the crowd for the first time in 400 days. And there were some fans that were very happy to even be back. There were other fans that were not so thrilled at GM Bob Murray. So much so to the point that there was a particular fan that wore a brown paper bag over their face with a sad face. What made things even worse was that this particular fan actually walked up to GM Bob Murray and said, hey, how you doing? Only for GM Bob Murray to kind of look up briefly and say, hey, what's going on? Yeah, that's it. That's all it was. Just a friendly little hello. That's it. No huge harm in that, right? Although GM Bob Murray was somewhere else Thursday night, which I'm not going to talk about here, but Friday night he was at the Ponda and he he looked... um, despondent, sad, I don't know what to call that, but he certainly couldn't be happy with that 4-0 shellacking of the Ducks. Just to go over the game really quickly, Wild Bill scored at the start of the second period, 1-0. Then Chandler Stevenson made it 2-0. Nicholas Roy, 3-0. Just like that, the second period was about as bad as it can get. That second period was all Las Vegas. Here's how bad it was. Shots were 15 to 6 in favor of Vegas. That's not the worst part of it. Shot attempts were 25-19. Okay, that's not that bad. Second period. The Ducks were outshot, I kid you not, 23-3. to What? What? Are you kidding me? 23-3? to And they got outshot 34 to freaking 7. They got out-attempted by 27. Ugh. That second period pretty much epitomizes the entire Ducks season where there's no defense, no offense, just everything went to complete crap. And John Gibson has got to be punching his teammates for that one because those goals were not all his fault. He should be pissed. He should be absolutely pissed. Hey, why not put Anthony Stolarza in? Put Leaf out to dry. Leave him out to dry. See what happens. Yeah, they probably should have done that I mean I was advocating for Stolarz to get a start a third consecutive start but hey you know what what do I know I'm not the coach Dallas Eakins is the coach 
surely he could do a better job, right? And extend their winning streak to three games. Hey, how about... Oh, wait. Nope, never mind. One, two, three goals. Uh, never mind. I, I could hear most fans in the crowd. I, I could tell they were a little bit miffed at this performance. Oh, and they also gave up a fourth goal in the third period. So that was the final score. Four nothing. Ugh. Oh, by the way, Braden McNabb, former LA King. He scored the fourth goal. I mean, yeah, Carlson did get the game-winning goal all the way in the second period. Nine seconds in. Nine seconds in. Just a bad face-off. I don't know what happened in those nine seconds. That can only be described as a complete and total breakdown. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, shots on goal. 51-16 to 16 at the end of the game. 51 shots on goal. It looks impressive that John Gibson got 47 saves. That looks impressive enough until you consider that he saw 51 shots and he had no support whatsoever. The team just could not rally behind him. And that is a flippin' shame. It sucks so bad. I don't know what more I can say about the game in particular, so I'll just talk about the good. And that was you, the fans, coming back. Look, these Duck players have been missing playing in front of their home fans. They really have. And to see the looks on the Ducks players' faces during the warm-ups, that was really cool of them to just look out and say, hey, I can toss pucks to the fans. I could actually, like, kind of interact again, albeit from plexiglass and not a large crowd. But you know what? The players will take it. They will take having some kind of crowd there. And honestly, good good for the players. I mean, good for their psyche, just good on all accounts to have fans back at the arena with any percent, whether it's 10, 15, 20, 25%, just to hear the crowd react, that is cool to see. So once again, hats off to all the fans that made it out there. And I will give a special hats off to those players that ended up booing Bob Murray or booing in Bob Murray's direction. I mean, I got to hand it to them. They really wanted to express their anger and disgust at how this entire season has gone. I mean, yes, to have fans this late in the season after the kind of season they've had, yeah, I don't blame the fans for even booing a little bit towards the end. Yes, there was a smattering of boos towards the end of the game Friday night. But, I mean, if your team was losing for nothing and in the midst of a rebuilding season, would you boo too? Actually, I'll ask that. Fans, would you boo like the fans booed on Friday? Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to the second game of this weekend. But first, let's talk about betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And all the sports are playing right now. And MLS has just started up this past weekend. So you have Major League Soccer. The NBA has a month to go. The NHL has three weeks left. Oh, and by the way, MLB, they're kicking off their season. And if you're a Dodger fan, you must be very happy because they just took two out of three in San Diego. So if you want to check out a trusted online sportsbook, go to betonline.ag. On your first deposit, use promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that is betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. Coming up after the first intermission, how in the world can the Ducks play a good game and still get shellacked? We'll talk about that on the other side. 
Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. It's an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. They're the perfect Mother's Day gift, and you can find them only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10 If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. All right, we're going to keep this as a two-segment episode today. I'm just going to steal the words from Trey Matthews here, but I hate everything. How I hate everyone. I hate everything. Everything sucks. I hate it here. All right. Yeah, the Ducks' Sunday night game, or Sunday afternoon game, rather, they played a good game and still got beat down like a bloody pulp. So instead of actually talking about the game like I should be doing, or maybe you don't want to hear about it. Maybe, I mean, maybe you don't want to hear about this stupid game. I mean, they played a good game and still lost 5-2 to two to arguably the best team in the West. Arguably. I still think it's Colorado. But look, Vegas is great hands down from top to bottom. The only thing, the only fault in their game that I could possibly see is half of their special team. Maybe that's it. Can I think of anything else? Can you think of anything else that they might be good at? Hmm? Can you? Can you? I can't. Well, okay. Maybe there's one other slight thing is that Robin Leonard can have a tendency to open up that five hole at times and that's about it. But look at their goals for their goals against. Their power play percentage is very, very good. Uh, Their power play, I mean, it's good compared to the Ducks. It's not good compared to the rest of the league. 18.3% I consider good. That's compared to the Ducks 10%. Oh, by the way, the Ducks are still in last place in power play percentage. Their penalty kill is among the best in the league at 85.5%. I think that is second or third in the NHL. But power play, you could say it could use some work. But hey, it looked pretty good on that night because hey guess what they scored a power play goal they were one for three so that's why i say that i think their power play is good because it looks good against the ducks it looks fine against them maybe it's just them playing against colorado minnesota st louis you know the other good teams in the west the knights were one for three on the power play on sunday guess what the ducks were oh for four guess what that's good enough for last place the only good thing was Max Comtois got his 13th of the season, and that's about it. John Gibson, he had no help whatsoever in front of him. He looked pretty sad out there. He only saw 28 shots and saved 24 of them. Uh, what about the other one? Uh, the other one, I think, came on an empty netter at the end because Alex Tuck, he got one in late. You know, it, it happens. It just happens. 5-2. to two. Sunday night, yeah, I'm going to keep this two-segment. I mean, this this team is awful. I I don't know what more I can say about this Ducks team that I haven't already said. They're 10 points back with 10 games left to play. I mean, mathematically, they're not eliminated yet. They may as well be. If the Ducks are smart, they're not going to give the fans any hope. Just, just tank the rest of the season. There's 10 games left. 
lose them all, go for that number four pick. Because, hey, who knows if they're going to win the lottery. For all we know, it could be Detroit and Ottawa winning the draft lottery. Buffalo would get number three. Ducks would get number four. I bet that'll happen. That could very easily happen. At least the Ducks outshot the Golden Knights 35-29. I mean, they looked fine for the most part. But those goals they gave up, they, they were bad. They were pretty up-close goals. All of them. All the lot of them. Look where the Vegas Golden Knights scored. Empty netter. Okay, whatever. One goal. Right in front of the net. That was the power play goal. Like, right in front of the net, too. Another goal. Right in front of John Gibson. No one was around. Another one. In the faceoff dot. Another one right down the middle. That's how bad it was, folks. It was that bad. I mean, shot attempts. I kid you not. 49-39 in favor of the Ducks. You know what? No, I'm, I'm done talking about this game because it's got to be disheartening to the fans that they played at least a decent game in front of the fans and still lost by this much. There's no hope for this team. Look, just wrap it up. Be done with it. That's all I'm saying. Just be done with it. Look, the Ducks are not going to have these star players come out. They're not going to have Zegras come out in the next game because, oh, guess what? Zegris is still in that ridiculous position where if the Ducks play him a certain amount of games, he'll get an accrued season. If he plays a certain amount, if he plays 10 more games, he'll get the accrued season. If he plays 9 more games, he won't. So you know what? The Ducks aren't going to play him tomorrow. They're not going to call him up tomorrow against the Kings. They're just going to let him play a couple more games in the AHL. In fact, I'm predicting right now, Zegris will play exactly two more games in the AHL. Tuesday and Wednesday. And then he'll get called up to Anaheim just in time for Saturday's game. In fact, let's go off the board here because you know what? I mean, this isn't locked on goals, but we could look at their schedule and see what that looks like. I bet you that the goals have some games coming up. Oh, look at that. They do. They have some games against their nemesis or their new nemesis, the Henderson Silver Knights. Oh, wait, that's next week. This coming week, they get to... Oh, they get to play the San Jose Barracuda. Oh, joy. They should win those two games. So my prediction is Zegers will play Tuesday, Wednesday at San Jose. He'll come back home. He'll get reinstated to the Ducks roster, whatever. He'll play out those nine games. Fans will cheer. Yay, they get to see Zegers play. Well, you know what? Screw you guys because I got to see him play. So, you know what? You know, screw it. I saw him play too. Whatever. Can you tell him in a mood? Can you tell? So here's what's going to happen. Zegers will play out the season. The fans will be happy because, hey, we got to see Zegers play. <laughs> then he'll play out those road games. He'll be done by May 8th. And then he'll come right back to San Diego and play out those final three games. Or maybe those final four games. Who knows? The final four at Bakersfield. Then the three at Colorado then that will be the end of his season, unless there's some kind of playoff. That remains to be seen. So let's just hang tight and see what happens there. But in the meantime, the Ducks do have a game tomorrow, believe it or not. They're still playing. They're playing against the LA Kings tomorrow night. Am I going to watch? Yes. Do I want to watch willingly? Uh, Yeah, I guess. It is the Kings and the Ducks. Those games are always fun for what it's worth. Will it be televised? Uh, Of course it will. 
Am I going to watch live? Yeah, I probably will. Am I going to enjoy it? That depends. That depends on how much I love pain. Yeah. That's what it's come down to, folks. That's what it's come down to for this ridiculous season. I mean, we're coming close to the finish line. We're going to get to the finish line at least. Yay. Uh, Tomorrow's game is going to be on Bally Sports West if you're a Kings fan. It's on Bally Sports West, and you could hear the dulcet tones of Alex Faust and Foxy. And if you love the Kings broadcasters, you get to hear Nick Nixon and Daryl Evans. I do love those guys. Those guys are awesome. If you're a Ducks fan, you could watch on KDOC Channel 56. For those of you that still have antennae, that's Channel 56 over the air. Whatever that means to those of you that don't know what it means. Or you could listen to the dulcet tones of Steve Carroll and Dan Wood on the radio. I wonder what you think I'm going to do. Oh, the radio guys. Just from a personal perspective, I really love the radio guys from both sides. Not to poo-poo on the televised, um, I guess, broadcasts. They're good. They're fine. The TV guys do a fine job. But at least for me, having worked in radio before, having worked in radio a long time ago in a galaxy far away, not in this state, just for what it's worth, I really personally enjoy the radio guys that much more on both sides. Nick and Daryl do a fine job with the Kings. Steve and Dan do an excellent job with the Ducks. So maybe I'll just maybe I'll just do that tomorrow. Why? Why not? Why not? May as well, right? Have the TV on, mute it, and listen to the radio guys on both sides. What the heck, right? All right, I think I'd better end before I really go off the edge here. So I will end for today by saying you could follow this podcast at LO underscore Ducks on Twitter. Or you could follow me at StimpyJD if you care to. If you care to follow along, please do so on Apple Podcasts. Rate, comment, whatever. Um, Also, also, be sure to check out Locked on Bets with your boy Q and check out the Locked on NHL podcast with Sarah Avampado, who will probably be very happy to see the Ducks tomorrow because, let's face it, the Kings are probably going to win. It's at Staples Center, the first game in front of Kings fans. Yeah, I'm just going to accept the fact that the Kings are going to win the game tomorrow and maybe I'll have some kind of preview. Oh, you know what I haven't done? I haven't talked about the Mighty Ducks series because I haven't watched it yet. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to watch it tonight or tomorrow morning. And I'll give my review on the Mighty Ducks tomorrow. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that, folks, okay? Talk Mighty Ducks tomorrow. Talk about this game on Wednesday and whatever else we can talk about. Thursday will be locked on goals. We will have a lot to talk about on that front you know what? Oh, wait. There's Goals versus Barracuda tomorrow. Maybe I'll watch that game instead. Why not? As far as when I'm going to do a locker room, I have no idea yet. It could be Thursday. It could be Friday. I'll let you guys know whenever I do the locker room. You know what? No, let's let's make it Thursday or Friday. I haven't decided. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it. I'm out. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez. Say, have a great rest of the night. Please Stay safe out there, wear a mask, be kind to one another, and ducks fly together.